0: Retail Nightmares. Retail Nightmares. Retail
1: Nightmares. Hello and welcome to episode hundred and ten. We think. I think so, yeah, of Retail Nightmares. I'm your co-ghost, Jessica Delisle, my co-owner, hey, slash ghost Alicia Tobin sell this place. is here. <laughs> Buy or sell. Podcast for sale. Yeah. Give us your best offer. Yeah. Please uh, donate on Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and our fabulous guest, returning guest, hasn't even been 12 months. We couldn't wait. No, nope. Hilarious comedian, Sean Dublin. Welcome back.
0: Hi. Hey, Sean. <laughs> how are you?
2: Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's really nice to have you back.
0: Yeah. It ha- hasn't even been 12 months.
2: No. No. But... <laughs> I mean, we were really just waiting as long as we could. Like, every week we were like, well, can we book Sean? Yeah.
0: We
1: actually had asked that question. We're like, is it too soon to wow. ask him back?
0: I feel like your parents paid you to build me up or something.
2: <laughs> Our parents? My or parents. your parents? <laughs> well, if your parents
0: would it, be very generous of them.
2: We made a special camp for you <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> called uh, Camp Compliment. <laughs> no, wasn't it like Sunshine Camp?
0: Wasn't Sunshine it? Camp.
2: That's what it was. So great.
1: If you yeah. haven't listened to Sean's first episode, I really recommend checking it out. Uh, he has a very amazing uh, retail nightmare, long form <laughs> retail nightmare.
2: In fact, it would be like if you were recommending the podcast to a friend, I would suggest that as a yeah. great place to start. Totally. Because it's such a special episode. Yeah, a
1: very special episode of retail nightmares wow okay
0: thank you you're welcome i'm just gonna do that one right
2: yeah just just do it again uh, this is
1: a a clip show (laughs) (laughs) we waited till 110 episodes
2: (laughs) and then we're just gonna have our best moments and it's all you (laughs) Wow. okay so last episode we had sean on he told us a terrifying story about the dirty man Mm -hmm. which people still (laughs) reference yeah
0: Uh, I I just realized now that I had called him the dirty man when we were doing that. That was to... uh, Prevent. Yeah, not name his name. Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. And to protect yourself. Did people write you afterwards trying to figure out who it was?
0: No, but I did speak to one of the gentlemen who was involved, and yeah, I I feel like he was a bit triggered from listening to that. Oh, no. Yeah.
2: For sure. It was upsetting. Yeah. Blood-soaked carrots.
0: Right. Yes. But also he was younger then, so he was mm-hmm. reminded of when he was younger and he liked that part. Yeah. Oh, that is nice. Yeah.
2: Felt like the wind blowing through his hair. Again. There is something about it when you look back at those horrible times and you're like, I was having fun in other aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. I usually just think how stupid I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was having
1: fun, but I was also really stupid.
2: Yeah. I mean you didn't have a lot of life experience, right, when you took that dollar store job? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Yeah, I didn't take a, have a lot of experience when I took my first like full-time job at the age of 17. Whoa, that's very young to be working full-time. I know. Do you think stupid people have more fun?
0: Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah,
1: seems like it. Yeah. Seems like the more you learn, the more like burdened with guilt.
2: I don't know. I think that being stupid, there's all different types of stupid. Yeah, that's true. And I think sometimes it would probably be really frustrating or really tough where you'd feel really left out. Mm -hmm. depending on like how you perceive the world or can kind of Mm -hmm. interact with the world.
1: I feel like if you're stupid and
2: I think make America great again, stupid, (laughs) 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 they're having some fun, which really is. I see pictures of like people that are like, we're making America great again. And they don't realize that they're anti-Semitic and uh, that they're hurting everyone. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible white people. That kind of fun, that dumb fun. (laughs) Yeah. I think that they have fun in a weird way. Mm Yeah. Like tennis. This got way dark.
0: <laughs> well, I was thinking from that. My perspective is f- when I uh, drink, the more that I drink, the more I feel stupid, mm-hmm. and the more fun that I have. So that's true. Yeah. That's, that was my frame of reference.
2: I'm I'm the same. How often have you fallen down from drinking?
0: Oh, uh, last
2: night. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm, four nights ago,
2: <laughs> I did
1: trip last night as I was walking up some stairs. But I caught myself before I fell. Yeah,
0: I haven't done a lot of terrible falling, but I did once uh, get stuck trying to climb onto a second story balcony <laughs> Whoa! for no reason. It was my friend Aaron Reed, who you know, who lives yeah. with me now. And well, when he didn't live with me, I liked him so much. That one night I was walking home drunk and I walked by his apartment and I decided I would wake him up by climbing onto his balcony, but he lived on the second floor.
1: That wouldn't give him terrible anxiety at all. Yeah, it was a really bad
0: idea for a number of reasons. And uh, and then a, a woman who lived there saw me doing that. So clearly that was alarming <laughs> for her. Um, oh, boy. This is a terrible story. Anyways,
2: I have a terrible story, too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> About climbing when I was drunk. Oh, really? I used to really love this man named John and who lived in Montreal. And he was like a fancy businessman. And I worked at the plant store. And he had asked me on a date, but I had a boyfriend. So after um, I broke up with my boyfriend, I was like, well, maybe Mr. Mr. John wants to date me. And one night I got really drunk and he lived in this beautiful house that's in, I forget the name of the movie, but it's a really famous movie about Montreal. Anyways. Uh, the Lion King. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, Shit. It's so good. Um, anyways, in it, his apartment's in the building in the movie. Anyways, even talking about him now, like almost yeah, 20 years later, flustered. I am flustered. It did not work uh-huh. out. Epic, epic fail. Um, but at that time, I was still like a saucy 21 year old. Uh, so I buzzed him and then he wasn't there. So I was like, I'll just climb the fence of this <laughs> very exclusive <laughs> Whoa. place and then just knock on his door so I climbed the fence, and then uh, I fell, oh, fuck. <laughs> and he wasn't home, and then the next day I was like, I climbed the fence. He's like, it just opens. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm i a very clumsy drunk, yeah, too. So
0: It's odd that when you drink that you're more likely to fall, but it seems like you, we both developed this belief that we're better at climbing. Yeah, yeah
2: I would never There's climb a fence now and- unless I had to, like, yeah. to, for my life, and some
1: i get you know, like, much more like acrobatic when yeah. i am drunk and i just want to like do feats of strength yeah which i have never done do. that
2: <laughs> i really like doing one-handed push-ups what? and i used to do them all the time until i turned about 30 and my back was like well we're done with this yeah. fun game <laughs> i used to always do the splits too oh um and arm wrestle i once ruined up my friend eric's Dinner party by insisting that everybody arm wrestle me while they're trying to eat raclette. That sounds great though. <laughs> it wasn't. I really embarrassed my friend. And Eric is like this really cool, well known musician with really cool friends. Okay, you can just say his name's Eric Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> he was having his cheese party when it was classic yeah, Reclette. I'm not a good drinker.
0: I, I love it. Like I'm too.
2: fun, but then it gets not fun. Yeah.
0: I don't know what rec- Reclette is.
2: It's like fondue. Okay. Yeah. But I know what I woke up the is. next morning covered <laughs> in just strings of <laughs> melted cheese that had hardened on a sweater. <laughs> that sounds And I like also a- had a terrible crush on Eric at the time and mm-hmm. uh, things really didn't happen after that. Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Crushes also make you do stupid things. <laughs> Hank is really making himself known in my. Uh, this is not a dog friendly building. Non dog friendly. Donate to place. our Patreon account, <laughs> yeah, so I'm we can get, get Hank out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. I go to jail. <laughs> Eviction jail. I know. So Sean, <laughs> we the name of the show. Hunkin' on retail. Wing-wong-ting-dongs. Put it in my bing-bong. <laughs> no, retail nightmares. Piss on me. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I just spat. Wow. Uh, um, hit us with your your second round. You gave us the first round last time you were on. Okay. What do you got?
0: So this story happened uh, nine summers past
1: but <laughs> well, who's counting though really
0: i I guess I have been counting uh, I found i don't know if the other thing no the other thing didn't happen on Craig'slist <laughs> never mind this is a <laughs> terrible start I found this job on Craig'slist and
2: in what section
0: um marketing okay mm-hmm. yeah i I, I liked to do marketing things I used to find marketing things on Craig'slist and uh, this was for. Um, Selling a mop and Whoa th- So you would That was a job Was You would sell a mop But you had to be able to um, Do a, sh- a demonstration Like a show Inside a Walmart
1: Oh wow
0: And convince people to buy the mop On the spot So I thought this would be a good job And it seemed like you could make A lot of money doing it And I went to the job interview Which was in White Rock Whoa And the man who answered the, the door, who was also the man hiring for the job, um, I guess it was his house, he <laughs> was he kind of he looked like Alec Baldwin oh yeah. uh, <laughs> but, <like, laughs> but like Alec Baldwin, if he um he sold like, mops, liked, sold mops. <laughs> yeah, didn't do well with the acting, went into selling mops and like working out more, but also like eating more pudding. <laughs> <laughs> So he had.
1: I feel like Alec Baldwin probably is quite a sizable amount of pudding.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's on the pudding diet. Yeah.
0: He was just like he looked like Alec Baldwin's bigger brother. Okay. Okay. And uh, but not
2: he he didn't look like Billy Baldwin or.
0: No, because they're oh. all
2: like a little sideways of Alec. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: true. I I referred to a Baldwin brother without realizing that the ba- There's many Baldwin
2: brothers, <laughs> but they're
1: all real but, different looking yeah. in a he's, weird way. He's the one we haven't heard about yet. Yeah, yeah. Mappo. No, <laughs> Mappo Baldwin.
0: Yeah, that's great because I I don't remember his name. So yeah, his name was Mappo, <laughs> and uh, so Mappo didn't. They invite me into his house. Okay. He invited me into his garage. Oh. Um, his garage was full of mops. Mopo's garage was full of mops. <laughs> and, uh, and then he made me do this like show. So he gave me a script. Right. And then he sat down and he made me do the performance for how I would sell the mop. But there was a script. So like I would just kind of memorize the script a bit, put a bit of my own spin on it. Uh, or
2: oh, it's a mop, I guess, more of a twist. Yeah. Well, oh. one of the
0: selling points of this mop, it spins.
2: Oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy it already. Yeah, right. you've sold I us. I was
0: pretty good at this. Um, <laughs> and I think, oh yeah, it's important for me to say that uh, I, um, I smoke weed. And, uh, <laughs> and so when going to a job interview like this job interview, I would always... Um, be very careful to make it seem like I uh, don't do that. Okay. So I, like, tied my hair. I had long hair at that time, so I tied my hair back. And I wore a dress shirt and, like, nice pants and dress shoes. And uh, And I didn't uh, smoke pot before I went or you. during.
1: Uh, you fought every urge.
0: Yeah. yeah. Maybe the most important. I brought it, which was maybe – I don't know why I tempted myself that way. Oh, wow. Um. But, yeah, so, but I really, like, didn't want him to think that I was the kind of guy that smoked pot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I did a pretty good job of, like, selling the mop and doing the script. And he said it was good. And then he asked me if I partied. <laughs>
2: oh.
0: And I didn't really at, at that time. And I told him, like, maybe more before, like, uh, like last summer. <laughs> and he was like okay that's cool and then he just gave me the job and so the job was that i took a bunch of mops out of his garage and put them in this uh, suburban that he had i don't know what car company makes suburban chevy or something chevy it's I don't a know. giant yeah. suv
2: yeah i don't even know if they make them anymore they're yeah. so huge
0: could fit like 10 people i think
2: they're from like the second war in iraq like they yes. seem to be very popular like we will get more guests right. <laughs> mm-hmm. for you guys
0: yeah, it was like an army vehicle of sorts, and uh, so I filled it up with mops, and then uh, and then I was supposed to go to Penticton.
1: What? Like immediately? Yeah.
0: Whoa. Well, no, not directly from from <laughs> okay. White Rock. I got to like go home and say goodbye to my loved ones. Say um, goodbye to your weed and my weed. And, <laughs> and uh,
2: he gave you this car to drive. Yeah. Okay, go on.
0: Yeah, that's and, interesting. Uh, didn't do like you know other places when you rent a car they like. They, like, photocopy your driver's license? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but it seems like if you're giving someone a car, you should do that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, for sure. He didn't do that. Well, he asked if you partied, so
2: that was his. (laughs) That was it. That was the test.
0: He trusted me, clearly. So, yeah, he told me to go to Penticton. He told me to go to this motel. Whoa. In Penticton. There would be a room there for me, and then I would stay in this room and then go to the Walmart every day for six days. Okay. And sell the mops and if I did well they would extend it and I would stay in Penticton for another week.
1: Whoa, this is a very unusual uh, position.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I thought it was great because I got a job and a car mm-hmm. and a bunch of mops and uh, <laughs> so I was driving to Penticton, I uh, saw these hitchhikers mm. along the way <laughs> and I thought well there's so much space in the truck mm-hmm. so I picked them all up and uh, they, they were nice. And uh, one of them, this seems like a joke, but it's not a joke. He's started playing a pan flute. <gasps> boy,
2: oh I boy. Believe was it, it Fear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was Sanfier himself?
0: <laughs> he was just playing this pan flute and it was beautiful. And then they asked me what I was doing and then I told them what I just told you, that I went to this garage in White Rock from Craigslist. And then he gave me mops and gave me his truck and then they were all scared of me. <laughs> <laughs> like they were all a bit like this guy. I don't know if I trust this guy. Yeah. And, uh, but they got out somewhere and then I got all the way to Penticton and I just started selling these mops and you just go in the Walmart and there's a little stage that they've set up for you and you do it like a 15 minute show every hour. Oh, okay. wow. Okay. You go on the PA, you do what they call the call out so you say, uh, hey, everyone, we're going to be demonstrating an exciting new product in five minutes uh, near the McDonald's.
1: There's a McDonald's in the Walmart. Yeah. I think a lot of them have them. Oh, okay. A lot yeah. of
0: them have, have McDonald's. And uh, and then you just do this show. There's, like, jokes in the show. One of the jokes was, like, I, I, I flick toothpaste on a mirror, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't actually remember the joke. This is <laughs> – this is hard to get off. But then you like spray it with this uh, water bottle and then you use one of the f- those fibers that the mop is made out of. Right. to clean the mirror. And then uh you spray some in your mouth. <gasps> and people go, "Oh." And then you go, "Don't worry. It's just." And then everyone thinks you're going to say water and then you go, "Vodka." Oh. And people go, ha. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then and then I go, I'm joking, I'm joking, it's water. And this one of selling points of these microfibers. Oh, mm. wow, yes. Is all you need is water, you don't need chemicals.
2: Oh, okay.
0: And so you do that, and then if someone wanted to buy the mop, they had to take it from you there, but they had to buy it at the till. Okay. And you get a commission on each mop.
2: Wow. Oh, that's cool. How much?
0: I don't remember what the percentage was, but this was, at that point, was the highest paid thing I had ever done. Really? And so it was really, I was making a lot of money. I would do it for 15 minutes and then I would go. I had never been in a Walmart before this. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of overwhelming. So I would, on my time off, which was 45 minutes an hour, uh, (laughs) I would just go and sit in a change room and like listen to music.
2: Oh, wow. That's nice. Like a little meditation.
0: Yeah. And just like get in the like selling zone.
2: (laughs) Kind of like doing comedy.
0: It is like doing comedy. Yeah. So I just keep uh, going, doing the same set, selling these mops, making a bunch of money. And then uh, it went really well. They made me go do it for a second week.
1: Oh, wow. And
0: then they sent me to Alberta. Whoa. And I did it in Alberta. And I stayed at a motel there where there was a, a gentleman named Hamilton <laughs> who li- seemed to live at the motel. A dream. And he would take me out at night. I forget where this was. And we would see wild horses. Whoa. Whoa. So I'd be in the Walmart all day. And then at night I'd go with Hamilton and we'd go see these wild horses. Uh, <laughs> it was beautiful. This is not a nightmare <laughs> job, I guess.
2: <laughs> now you're Yeah. It's, it's just very
1: a weird job. Unconventional. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was beautiful. And, and full then, of
1: strange <laughs> characters like your last story. <laughs> ah,
0: and then uh, who was another character? Oh, yeah. And then I ended up in um, Edmonton. And I was selling out of a Kmart there, which is not as, not as luxurious. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I was doing the Kmart, and then there was this guy who kept coming to my my like show. Right. like He would come every hour. Whoa. And uh, <laughs> I had seen people come back at other shows, and usually they would ruin, basically just ruin my joke. Oh, like... The vodka joke. Oh, no. So I'd squirt it in my mouth, and I'd go, you know what this is? And then you'd go, Vodka! Go, so they waited an
2: hour to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but some people, like, they just hang out all day at the mall. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Or the Walmart. The Mall Mart.
0: But this guy was coming Walmart. back every hour for two days in a row. Whoa. He was coming back, and, I was, and he was just staring at me. Uh-oh. He wasn't, he wasn't ruining the joke. He wasn't participating. And so it was starting to creep me out. And so I talked to a manager. I was like, there's a gentleman who looks like he could hurt me and he keeps coming to my demonstration. And so I'm just concerned. And then they were like, Oh, um, that's whatever his name. I don't, shouldn't say a name. Stephen and Walmart. That's Stephen Walmart. <laughs> and he's a, a mystery shopper. Oh, guy. Okay. So his job was to be in this Kmart pretending to shop, mm-hmm. but mostly watching for other people, stealing and then to like bust them. And then at that point, I thought that this was a very weird job. But then I realized that the weirder job than selling the <laughs> mops in the Kmart is attending the demonstration. Of the mops in the Kmart undercover. <laughs> and That's what he's doing every day. He was like pretending. like He was acting. He was pretending like he was really interested Whoa. in my mom. Like he was seeing thing. it for the first time. Yeah. Even
2: up until now, I was like, why is he still watching it? And you're like, yeah. oh, he's just acting. And I I'm thought like, it was oh. to break the
0: monotony. Yeah, He was like, <laughs> oh, it's
2: that guy again. And he's oh, man.
0: That's why he didn't ruin the vodka joke, because he needed the vodka joke. He needed that laugh yeah. every hour.
2: <laughs> Did he laugh every time?
0: <laughs> I don't think he ever laughed, actually. But I hope he was laughing Steven inside. Stephen
2: Walmart. Stephen wow.
0: Walmart. Uh, and then I went to uh, Watasco in.
2: Oh, tiny. And
0: I had run out of mops. <laughs> this is how good I was at selling Whoa. these mops. Uh, I had no more mops left in the truck. And then the guy... What was the name? Mopo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I phoned up Moppo, and I, this was probably, yeah, about a month into it, and I was like, hey, I'm in uh, Edmonton. I'm going to Tesco, and I got no more mops. And he said, uh, oh, the regional manager, uh, he's going to come and give you more mops. His name is um, Daryl. His name's Daryl. I'm making that up, too. But uh, so he said, Daryl's going to come, but then Daryl didn't come for, like, days, And I had no mops, so I was just, like, hanging out in Wetaskiwin. And eventually Daryl showed up with, like, another woman who was going to sell the mops in this Walmart. So I was, like, a competitor. I felt a bit... Sure. A bit threatened. Yeah. And I didn't know Daryl, but he was my boss, I guess. So, But he had the mops. He gave me mops. And then he showed me how he does his (laughs) show. Jeez. And uh, the lady that was there... The new lady, she really, like, believed in him. She was really hyping him up. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the best.
2: She's the hype man.
0: Yeah, the hype, she was the hype lady.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's 2017. Well.
0: And, uh, <laughs> and uh, she was like, he's the best. He used to be in a screamo band. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, okay, well.
1: <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess that would make him good at this. <laughs> and then I heard him do his call out over the PA and he was screaming. <laughs> <laughs> he was screaming over the PA system, but it wasn't intimidating. It was, like, exciting. Like, he was, like, we're demonstrating this fantastic new product <laughs> near the McDonald's. <laughs> but he was yelling, and, the, and people showed up. So many people showed up. And then he was so loud, and he did the vodka joke, but he really, like, sold it with his voice. <laughs> I learn things. And uh, he sold so many mops. He sold so many more mops Whoa. than I did.
1: Wow. So intimidating. So you started a screamo band.
0: I Yeah, that was what it is. I have to go back. It's like going back to school. But I'm like, I need to go and be doing back. a screamo band before I do this, <laughs> if I'm going to do this right. But that is how I felt. And then he left me with the mops, and I was working with this, this young woman. And we started talking about, like our previous work, and she told me, oh, I used to be uh, like a financial manager at this something firm. And I was like, oh, that's, wow, that's like a really yeah. big thing. And in my head I was like, why are you doing <laughs> this? But I didn't say that because mm-hmm. it seemed like that would be insulting. Um, and then she was like, yeah, what uh, What was your issue? Like, what was your issue with? And I said, I don't, I don't <laughs> what do you mean? She was like, well, did you... Like a drinker, drugs with like drugs. Whoa. And I was like, I don't, are you asking me if you want to do, like, <laughs> I smoke pot, <laughs> but I don't think we should do that right now. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, you don't, do you not know what this business, like what the philosophy of this company is? And I was like, uh, <laughs> I thought she was like an undercover yeah. person now, like testing me. <laughs> That Moppo had sent, like an, an agent. <laughs> and uh, I was like, no, I don't believe I know what you're talking about. And she said, well, everyone who works at this company is a recovering addict.
1: Oh, wow. God.
0: And I was like, it's oh. like
1: sunshine camp all over again.
0: And I was like, no, I'm not. And she's like, yeah, Moppo <laughs> was an alcoholic for like over two decades and then started this business up and- uses it to give opportunities to people who are recovering and could really use some money to get back on their feet. And it's a great job because you can't be drunk or high Mm -hmm. because you got to like be sharp every hour on the hour. And I was like, Oh, I don't, you know, (laughs) I, I'm, I didn't know about this. You're like,
2: I just have long hair. Yeah. (laughs) I just partied that one summer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is what he, that is what he was alluding to. I'm pretty sure. And, uh, And then what happened was, immediately after I learned that, the next day, Moppo phoned me and was like, "Uh, did Daryl come to Wetaskiwin? And I was like, yeah, Daryl came. He's like, did he give you mops? And I was like, yeah, he gave me a lot of mops. And he showed me how to do a better sale. And he's like, huh. Okay, well, if you hear from him, just uh, let me know. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, okay. And then a day later... Moppo fund again, and he was like, "Daryl hasn't uh, called you, hasn't shown up." And I was like, "No, he left. He hasn't come back." And he's like, "Okay, I've uh, I've put out a like a thing with the police, an APB, an APB.
2: That's what they call it on Law and Order. Mm-hmm. I love Lieutenant Stapler. Go on.
0: <laughs> they put it in an APB for the former lead singer of a screamo band who had, had taken a van with, in Moppo's words." $12,000 worth of my mops Whoa. Whoa. and was just on the lam with these mops. And he asked me on the phone, he was like, do you want to be the new regional manager Whoa. Whoa! and go to Saskatchewan for two months? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I came back to Vancouver because I felt like... I think maybe this is what I'm realizing. I had learned from the previous story a little bit that yeah. I was like, I'm sort of up to my maybe neck right now, but I've realized it and I should not. I should not keep going with mm-hmm. this. Yeah, because there was I just didn't know what would come of that. But I was getting paid, so I guess it was that part was working out. But it just seemed like there was a lot of mysterious things about this company. And mostly, what I realized was that despite all my best efforts. To make it look like I didn't smoke pot. (laughs) (laughs) I clearly looked like someone who either couldn't stop smoking pot (laughs) or had recently stopped smoking pot and really needed some help to continue (laughs) not smoking pot. Uh... (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's a, another beautiful story yeah i have questions i think that Mappo created the mop while drunk <laughs> like as a super mop to help clean up spills and barfs
0: wow it is good for that i've done that with it
2: wow yeah. do you still have one of these mops
0: i still use the product yeah
2: that's amazing i that's amazing and then i was la- i recently this will go this will be my retail nightmare which we could just launch right into sure, but yeah. i don't i feel like there's so many questions about this um <laughs> Microfiber, good for the environment. You don't need chemicals. Microfiber, ruining the environment. Yeah,
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, no one did at the time. Okay. Um. Yeah. M- th- micro that's something everything. That yeah. Micro beads, microfibers. Yeah, all these things.
0: Because they're too small.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and they're made out of synthetics. They're made mm-hmm. out
0: of right.
1: plastic. They get into the ocean, and there's no like mesh grate that water's going through that will catch the microfibers and beads and stuff. Oh, no. I
2: just learned this recently, also. This so. m- I'm really interested in how marketing has just made things worse. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, I added a thing in the script where I explicitly told people to go and wash these in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> with vodka, no. yeah, with vodka. <laughs>
2: Oh, wow. That's a fascinating story. Like, the first thing that was so weird is he just trusted you with an extremely expensive car. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's an impulse. I feel like maybe that's where, like, impulse control and stuff never really, mm. you know, he's like, yeah, like, we're going to do this. And, like, we're so jazzed up and pumped up. When I was a kid, I answered an ad in the Montreal Gazette. There wasn't even the internet at this time to be, I didn't know what it was, actually. But then when I got there, it was being a door-to-door salesman. Oh wow. So I was a kid, like I was 16 and I just wanted a summer job. And my mom drove me to the interview and then they're like, "Okay, come back at this time and pick her up or so- somehow I was supposed to get home." And they took me off the island of Montreal and sent me around with this woman selling stuff to like schools and like crap, like a stapler shaped like a frog or I, I mean, that. that's really nice. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. but I can't remember. But just like <laughs> garbage. And that was the whole job is they'd have these door to door salespeople going to schools and like kind of taking advantage of board employees mm. and like precious sell them. And like, I think I'd left the house with maybe $10 in my pocket and had to go out for lunch and stuff and get home. And I was in on the other side of the city and I didn't have enough bus fare to get no. home. That's so. Stressful. And I was just crying at a train station. And my mother called the company and she's like, I'm going to sue you. Wow. Uh, my mom can be really good at being mean. Um, but yeah, it was really weird because they're like, yep, this is just what we do. We just sell stuff door to door and we're going to take this kid those, to sell stuff door to door. Those door to door salesmen that just sell you junk
1: are so strange. I didn't know it was a thing and I encountered it, uh, when I worked in uh doctor's offices and they just come around to an office park yeah. and try and sell you like, uh, Like that, like, Billy Big Mouth Bass thing. Like that sort of That would be a big sale. And there was one (laughs) I remember. It was racist. It was like a racist doll that made sounds and, like, sang a song. And I was just like, why do you think this is what secretaries want? (laughs) Like, is this... Did you do some market research and you found out... Not good. Yeah. That
0: that guy selling the racist doll sounds like one of those... (laughs) Soldiers in the Second World War who was like too far out in the war zone and didn't know the war was over. Like he hasn't reported back to his manager and they don't sell that doll anymore. They don't Uh, make that doll. (laughs) P.O.W. Yeah. He's just wandering.
1: (laughs) He's like, no, they're going to love it. (laughs) And we just, because they would come in and they'd start their pitch and some... Of my office, like fellow office workers were just so bored that they'd let him go through the whole pitch and just be like, "Oh, yeah, what have you got today?" And they would never buy anything, but they just wanted to see what the crap was. This was again before YouTube,
2: <laughs> so you couldn't just hey, you can entertain yourself. yeah, you needed somebody that's adored it yourself it <laughs> was it was a great time I in weird completely way. forgot that that existed until you I completely that up. forgot that story. like my first two job interviews were so horrible the one that that followed was i also looked it up in the newspaper and this pizza place was looking for waitresses and i was like i could do that and then so i went to a real job interview like dressed like an adult and they're like have you ever served before and i was like what's that mean <laughs> <laughs> And I was really bad at putting on makeup, but I had bought all this makeup, and I was like just covered in foundation, and it was middle of summer in Montreal, oh, so no. it's was like 100 degrees, and I was in a pizza, place that made pizza in an oven, a brick oven. It's just like foundation dripping down my face. And I used to shave my head in high school, so they must have been like, what the fuck is this? It just showed up, like a clown. A clown who's just recently yeah. lost all of her hair.
0: Someone who's running away from the surface. <laughs> I
2: don't yeah. want to go back. I can get in tiny cars. So my retail nightmare is I made another trip to Canadian Tire. Um, wah,
1: wah. yeah,
2: for the same reason, uh, Hank needs a baby gate. So the first one I purchased doesn't work for the door jam in my apartment, which is a very old apartment. So instead of being able to return that, cause I just ride a bicycle, I was like, I'll just buy a second baby gate and eventually return first baby gate. Um, so I had about 45 minutes to do a round-trip trip to Canadian Tire, which is a 10-minute walk from work, purchase the baby gate, hop in a cab, get home, take Hank out for a pee, install the baby gate, and get back to work, all in 45 minutes. That's a lot. It's a lot. And this has been kind of been my life for the last little while. It's like, just get it all done. Uh, so I get into Canadian Tire. I know exactly where the baby gates are. And I have this moment of thinking – Okay, it's extremely hot here. We have a weather warning. I bet baby gates are kind of getting low on supply because you could leave one and keep your door open at night and like not have to worry about a raccoon coming in. Or, mm-hmm. But that, there's still two left of the kind that I need, and I decide at the last minute, instead of going to the weird cache that I went to in the last story, mm-hmm. I'll do self-checkout to save time. Oh, it never saves time. Never saves time. And I get there, and I try to scan this very awkwardly sized thing, thin box but very wide. Uh, so I tried yep. scanning it and it doesn't work and of course this alarm goes off, but it's minutes before anyone shows up to just like so lethargically check on my purchase <laughs> and I'm just sweating this t- this clock because I do not work in the kind of environment where I can be late uh yet, can't wait. Um <laughs> so she comes over and she's like, "We'll scan the barcode." And then I look at the box and there's three barcodes. And instead of just being like, oh, thanks. I'm like, there's three barcodes. (laughs) Because I'm like so annoyed. And she's like, "Mm." she looks at all of them. She looks at the box. And all I can hear in my head is like the ticking of this clock. And she tries the first one and it doesn't scan. She tries the second one and it doesn't scan. She tries the third one and of course it scans. I was like, you see? You see, Canadian Tire? And then I got back to work. Everything happened. And Hank had his first uh, cage-free day. He's a cage-free chicken now. (laughs) And um, I mentioned it at work that I had to make this run to Canadian Tire. And they're like, you know it has a one-star rating on the internet out of five. (laughs) Just this location? Yeah, it's fucking amazing. And I also had two things to buy when I was there. uh, Light bulbs and the baby gate. So I was hoofing it down the aisles looking for light bulb aisle you think it would be listed light bulb aisle no uh there's three separate locations for light bulbs including some bins just in the middle of an aisle (laughs) just loose and you know i don't know a lot about the type of lighting i have in my kitchen i have little pocket lights and the last light bulbs have lasted well over a year when my landlord replaced them when i moved in so i've never had to buy them before and i don't know if i buy slightly higher voltage if it's dangerous in any way so i'm like oh it would be nice if i could ask somebody this and they turn around and it's just like the fucking walking dead Mm -hmm. have been through that place Mm -hmm. no one is wearing a Canadian Tire shirt there's no staff (laughs) nothing and i was like fuck this place this place is amazingly bad and i love it and then (laughs) yeah so
1: it's it's right next to the best buy too yeah which i'm pretty sure everyone who works there is in a cult i've said it before (laughs) and i'll say it again no offense to if you work there. If you're in a cult. <laughs> if, or if you're in a cult, like, fun choice you've made. But, well, you've got friends.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least you've got friends. have
1: got a support group. Uh,
0: Seems like the air is different in there. Like, everyone's yeah. kind of just on a different yeah. vibe.
1: Yeah. It's very strange. And that time I was in there and a bell kept ringing and everyone would stop what they were doing and just clapped.
0: Oh, That's what?
2: That's so scary. <laughs> yeah.
0: A bell rang. Yeah. And then everybody clapped? Yeah. Yeah. That's a cult.
2: (laughs) It is a cult. (laughs) Yeah. I can tell Sean didn't grow up with dogs because Hank was just decided that he wanted to touch Sean's hand and Sean's (laughs) natural impulse as he he saw this soaking wet dog coming towards him was to move his hand. (laughs) (laughs) Where if you grew up with dogs, you would have been like, here's my hand. (laughs) You gross. You gross. It's the
1: smarter decision.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, Hank. He did try to eat cat poop this morning. Oh. And the dead rat. Oh. He's adorable. Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? I don't have a nightmare. I have a dream. Oh. Wow. And
1: uh, (laughs) it's not even
2: really uh, retail. I guess it's Can we sample Sean's wow for
0: later on?
1: Wow. Wow. It's beautiful. (laughs) Jay, do what you will with it. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. Wow.
1: I just went to a place last night that I guess I knew existed, but I've never been there before, and it was so much more magical than I thought it would be. Uh, I went to a revolving restaurant. I saw the picture on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was it was sort of like a whim that we went there because we met uh, one of Jay's oldest friends for dinner on Denman Street, and we never go to the West End. It was very sort of surreal, and he was telling us about this revolving restaurant, and he says he loves to take people there because it just blows their minds. And apparently it's closing at the end of the month. Forever? Um, yeah, because they're going to tear down the hotel that it's at the top of. Oh, no. And... Uh, he was like let 's just go check it out and he 's like he prefaced it by saying like don 't worry it 's not fancy at all, like cocktails are normal price, and like nothing is good there, so you just go for the view Wow, and it takes about forty five minutes for one rotation <laughs> uh, and we stayed there while the sun was setting, so we saw everything it was great. you can see uh north van stanley park english bay everything and it was we have in vancouver right now there's uh there's forest fires that are happening in other parts of bc and so there's smog everywhere or smoke i guess uh and so the sun looked like we lived on a different planet it looked very like sci-fi post-apocalyptic and the type of people who go there i guess they stay at the hotel. Okay. Because uh, it's lots of seniors, lots of just like Aww. dorky tourists. And the way it works is just the floor moves. So the windows don't move. But when you're sitting there, it looks like the windows are moving and you don't realize that you're moving. So this lady and her date sat a couple tables away from us and she just put her handbag down on the windowsill, <laughs> And then we slowly <laughs> noticed as it was drifting away from her. Closer and closer to us, and we're like, What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And then Jay's friend Jack was like, Don't touch it. Cause if she had something stolen from her, she's gonna think that we, and like we were all paranoid about it. <laughs> and then the waiter just walked over, and he looked so like, he does this 10 times a day and he just like <laughs> picked up the purse and brought it back to her. And she was like, Oh, I didn't even realize he's like, yeah, no one realized. <laughs> so there's this sort of, I don't know, this feeling in the air there where everyone's just sort of like, yeah, we don't care. It's closing down. So oh. it's, but it's so strange. And then to go to the bathroom, you go up a flight of stairs and then you're already on the
2: 40th floor. You, you go pee up on like the sun. <laughs> what? <laughs> so then you pee on the sun. You pee on the sun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Jay has a song called throwing shit at the sun. Um, well, well pissing on this. This, this is my own original idea. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I counted. You have to turn eight corners to get to the women's washroom. It's like you we don't have
2: eight corners in our
1: bladders. No. and like there's so many stains just all over the carpet. It's really <laughs> that's you, why
2: because yeah, we didn't make it to the eight. Yeah, and once and a woman's brain knows a toilet is near, yeah. it's like you start unlocking the lock. <laughs> the locks start unlocking. There's only like three of them, not eight. Three. Whoa. Three Three locks.
0: I'm 34, but I didn't... There's... P-locks. You have, you have <laughs> Look locks? Look it up.
1: <laughs> it's a special thing.
0: Do, do you think uh, if they're close? Do you think they're because they're closing, that on the last night, just for the heck of it, the staff is going to do one last rotation at double speed? Oh. Like a 20-minute oh. spin?
1: That would be fun. Someone just walked past our window with a giant Starbucks
0: water. Did they or are we Are we
2: rotating? Are we rotating? We're always rotating unless the world is flat.
0: I'm going to go before it closes.
2: Well, this lady
1: realized that she can't get through to
2: the alley here. (laughs) It's the fireworks tonight. So I think you've got a lot of people (laughs) roaming around. No one in the whole entire time that we've done this podcast has ever walked past the the window. No. There's been the drunk whistling gardener a few times
1: hate him so much
2: he's he, not out right now i think he got fired you only really i hope so there's also opera man don't oh, get me started lo, with lo, Opera, man. Lo, I'm opera man. No, there was no, a no. rumor that he wasn't singing in italian it's made up no i've heard italian people say it's real oh, so really? this is a real mystery
0: mm. i'm pretty sure if someone sings i'm opera man they're not <laughs> singing in italian because well, i can understand
2: yeah
1: Okay, maybe you have a point there. I'm <laughs> Italian opera there, man. There's a woman though who sings too. I every Do they ever then, meet, I just hear like a because it's not that's not. In I his don't range. care for that. I I hate it so much, and I always just quickly try and put on whatever music is closest to me so I can block it out. And it happened the other <laughs> night, and I just put on. I don't have a lot of albums on my computer anymore but I have the Twin Peaks soundtrack. So I just put on like that.
2: Falling, falling. No,
1: that's at the end of the album. I just, it was like the weird jazz that Audrey dances to. And I was (laughs) like, this isn't even really any better than the opera woman. Anyway, yeah. So my dream was going to a rotating restaurant. Uh, Definitely fulfilled some sort of weird desire. I didn't even really know that I had. But uh go there if you're in Vancouver or if you're if you're visiting before the end of the month. The cocktails all have maraschino cherries in them. Jay Fuck. ordered a margarita and it came in a martini glass. Like <laughs> 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 salted yeah. rim on a
2: martini glass. <laughs> I love it that's what you get at my house if yeah you're lucky like yeah. I, don't, I have like four wine glasses
1: i loved it it was great uh and then the pricing didn't make any sense when we got the bill but we were just like who cares and then when as the sun sets little stars come out on the top of the ceiling like it's real uh-huh. classy
2: oh man yeah i feel like i need to go there but that uh-huh. i would also feel nauseous mm, no
1: you don't notice that you're moving at all you'll just be talking and then you're like oh everything's shifted like a foot huh. it's not bad I love it i'm gonna go back amazing <laughs> like five times I'm yeah you become got a regular a few weeks left yeah well there's another rotating restaurant in vancouver that's on top of the tower okay but that one's fancy i think i didn't know there were two yeah
2: there's one on robson i knew about that one yeah i didn't know about the one you went to last night then
1: oh.
0: there's also a third one <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's in a basement yeah <laughs> <laughs> and no, nobody's ever heard of it, and it's it was a very bad idea. But they're still in business. I don't really-
1: <laughs> Just a really big lazy Susan. Yeah. <laughs> Just like get on.
0: Are you allowed to have a lazy Susan in a rotating restaurant, or would that like? Oh, yeah. open up the space time like centrifugal continuum? force. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Do something bad. Yeah. Uh, the Matrix happens.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what. Ooh, of Reeves in the Matrix. Yeah. yeah.
1: Space, time, Keanu. <laughs> no, doesn't make any sense. Uh, are you ready for some segments? Yeah. Yeah? Amazing. Okay. So should we do Honkin' on Bobo or Chuglin? I think so.
0: Honkin' on Bobo
2: or
1: So, Sean, on the count of three, and Alicia, you're invited to join as well. Okay. Would you rather Honkin' on Bobo or Chuglin... <laughs> One, two, three, honking on Bobo. (laughs) Whoa, this is the first time Alicia's been odd man out. It's always me. Oh,
0: we're supposed to say it at the same time? Yeah. I said it late. I'm sorry. No, it's
1: okay. But we're both honking. Yeah. So we're both honking on Bobo tonight. I'm Tuglin. Okay. It's a little obvious. <laughs> you and Hank are Tuglin over there. It's pretty cute.
0: What does it mean to honk on a bobo? Oh, we Playing
2: don't even know. play the harmonica. Harmonica,
1: I think, but like oh. in a weirdly like erotic way.
2: I'm honking on Bobo on your pussy tonight. <laughs> honking on Bobo, it's gonna feel all right, but not great. <laughs> After five minutes, you're gonna be like, thanks, babe.
0: <laughs> That's, That's a Bob Dylan song, right? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> lay, lady, lay.
0: On my Bobo.
2: I <laughs> crossed my big Bobo. <laughs> what? What? I don't know. Honk on this one. <laughs> Honk on honk on your own bobo. Uh on, Aerosmith. What, was, <laughs> what was never mind. Go honk your own bobo. Um Sean. When was the last time you used a microwave? <laughs> one last, one last, one
0: last, one last. The last time you used a microwave. Uh the last time I used a microwave. <laughs> wow. Um maybe eight years ago
1: wow holy shit so like just after you did your mop tour
0: yeah i uh, spent some of the mop money on a microwave probably i actually don't remember i just feel like i haven't used the microwave in ages yeah i made popcorn in it that's what i remember
2: that's like that's pretty common use of a microwave classic yeah i n- never made popcorn any other way except for in a bag i think my entire childhood
0: did you know you can make it in a pot? And I'm not yes, saying. No, yes, I, do I, it. Didn't, it. I didn't yeah. know this until like the last few years. Because
2: I was raised on the bag stuff. It also gives me breathing trouble. Let, Let breathing me make- trouble. Because the fat gets into the air. Oh. And I can't f- have trouble breathing. Fat
0: can fly in the air?
2: <laughs> it's like the molecules. Oh. It's it like smoky and fatty. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, stop it, Jane. <laughs> stop it, Jane. My roommate Jane used to love to make it. Oh really? But my bedroom was right beside the kitchen mm-hmm. and she would make it after doing a set, like so she'd get home at like midnight and she's like, I'm gonna make popcorn. It's And I was like, I'm gonna have an asthma attack. Yeah, yeah, I mean having roommates is tough. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it's I mean, really not if your roommate's Aaron Reed. No. Yeah. But that's great. amazing. You guys yeah. are probably
1: <sighs> I would love to be a fly on the wall just like <laughs>
2: Yeah, I feel like it would just be like two teddy bears and <laughs> just like mull around doing nice things. Two
1: teddy bears? Yeah. I was thinking just like...
2: Two sexy dudes.
1: <laughs> I don't know what I was even thinking. I was just like, just two boys living in a house. Wait, do you have another roommate? Or
2: is it just <laughs> you two?
0: No, it's just Aaron and I. I always
2: say something really weird to Aaron Reid because I'm like so excited to see him and I'm yeah. like
0: i
1: like your hair (laughs) yeah (laughs) i (laughs) you're my favorite i always say something that i feel really weird about but uh we video chatted with him when we were in japan i guess it was really late in vancouver time but it was early afternoon uh japan time and that was before we played our first show on tour and i feel like he was our good luck charm so thanks Uh aaron yeah, he is a good luck charm. Thanks, Aaron. And I just saw that he's coming out with a comic that's 100 pages. I'm so excited about that.
0: I've been living with him while he's worked on this for, I don't know, more than a year. I, for a very long time. Amazing. I'm very excited.
1: I'm so excited for that. I honestly felt like it was a birthday present, like, that? getting that news. Like, my birthday's not even for, is it your birthday's
2: on Friday. Mm-hmm. Your yeah.
0: birthday's on Friday. Yeah. yeah.
2: Happy birthday, Alicia. Thanks. If you want to make me happy, donate to our Patreon account to help us pay for things that we like. Yeah, like a basket on your bike for Hank. Yeah, and Hank's uh, ever-growing vet bills for his leg that he keeps honking on. Yeah. Honko. Yeah. He's really good tonight. He hasn't launched himself off the couch. No, he's he's like pretty chill
1: tonight. I think it's, it's too hot. Weird air.
2: Uh, yeah, it must be tough on little bodies. Yeah,
1: little lungs. Aw. Uh, um, Sean? How much money have you spent on the Red Hot Chili
0: Peppers? How much money have you spent on merchandise from the Chili Peppers? I see a T-shirt.
2: I wanna own ya.
0: I will buy a ticket down to California. I don't think I've spent any money on the Red Hot. Okay. You think I'm... I, well, no,
1: I'm I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you.
0: Have I spent money on the... I don't believe I have, but I have uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper Moment, which happened like a year ago this uh, one summer past, uh, <laughs> which was uh, I was working a video job at a music festival. And by working this video thing, I got to eat in the cafeteria where the cool rock people ate. Yeah. And I was eating breakfast, and he came. Anthony Keitas came in uh, to eat breakfast. Whoa! And he ate at a picnic table, and I just stared at him because
2: <laughs> so famous.
0: He's so famous, but also wasn't wearing a shirt.
2: Oh yeah, stop it!
0: He wasn't wearing a shirt for breakfast.
1: Was he like, "Can I have a whip, pip, pip, bam waffle, <laughs> <laughs> whip <Yeah. laughs> with whip"? I can't, I can't, I can't even. I'm so it's, sorry I tried. Uh, no, that's amazing.
0: I so kind of wish he had wow. put on a bib, that he had been no, no shirt, but then sat down to eat like, yeah, a bunch of pancakes and sausages. I would like it if he in. had, it.
2: if if he had, I haven't even been drinking, if he had a tattoo I'm a lobster bib. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't put it past him. He's got some, uh, he's got some weird tattoos, I feel like. He's gone through a lot of phases in his life, though. I've become this from doing this segment. Uh, I've become like a weird red hot chili peppers apologist. I've been noticing there's
2: nothing to apologize for, but I don't even like them. Like, there's nothing to apologize for, they're not mean guys. I just don't
1: want to make fun of them. This is like they're probably fine people, but I also do want to make fun of them. But then I feel bad for making I'm fun the of them. I'm the one so that doesn't much.
2: like their music.
1: I don't like their music either, except for that one song
2: honking on beeps,
1: honking on
2: people. <laughs> Sean, who's your Pupo of the Week? of the Week.
0: My Pupo of the Week was... It was... Um, I, I was in a... I won't say the company. I do a lot of things where I take away a detail and say it <laughs> anonymously. I was it's in a cool. car. <laughs> it was a car-sharing car. Okay. With a company I won't name. Moto. Because-
2: car to Cardigo. <clears throat> He's not naming it. Oh, Okay, I thought it was a, a you guess a game. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you guess a game, well, I win. <laughs> I least, I just, okay, you win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't want them to know that I did this because what oh. I did was I parked it at night at my girlfriend's house, Ooh. and well, no, oh, I didn't mean it for me. V- <laughs> it's not. This is not a, supposed to be a sexy story. No, oh. but okay. Is, every story uh, is sexy to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> podcast,
1: every story is. I, uh, <laughs> I,
0: I left the window open oh, no. overnight
2: Sean.
0: and when I came out in the morning the car was still there which is great if you do car sharing you're like oh the car that I used the day before is still where I left it mm-hmm. that's cool but the window was open and I felt bad because I could have it could have rained or something but it didn't rain and then when I went to open the door in the car there's like a thing that like bounced around.
2: What? what? Like an animal?
0: Yeah. And it was like, it was like, it's was a bird. Was it a
2: lime under a napkin? <laughs> <laughs> that was before we were recording. Yeah. I think.
0: <laughs> Google lime under napkin. <laughs> it's an Easter egg for a fun thing to do at a bar. Uh, <laughs> no, but this spooked me. It was um, a burb. It was a burb, And, but then it bounced around and then I couldn't see it. And so then I just went around the whole car, car and I opened up all the doors and then I just waited, and then I thought I had imagined it, but then after a few minutes, literally the smallest bird I've ever seen. this bird was the size of my thumb. Oh my those
2: God. are the cutest thumb birds
0: Yeah. <laughs> a, thumb-sized bird, a thumb sized bird uh, a <laughs> thumbbird just hopped out the like the passenger' side right beside me and just was like sitting beside me oh my God. and looking so. Scared, like yeah. like it had had a nightmare. Obviously, it like was I guess flying in the night, and then ended up in a car share. He doesn't know what a car is. <laughs> you don't know when sh- he got into the car. car.
2: He could have been quietly traveling with you <laughs> for hours. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. He might have been in a stowaway the whole time. Like, I'm tired of this flying. <laughs> um, but he just he just sat there and he was like traumatized because he, I could tell by his eyes he's just not moving at all, and I felt. Concern for him, and and so I took a piece of grass, and then I slowly <laughs> moved the piece of grass closer and closer to him to see if he would get scared. And he didn't. He was so sh- he was in shock. Oh boy! And then I just pet his head <laughs> oh my god. with this leaf of grass. Oh my goodness! And then when he was like used to that, I put the leaf of grass down and I started petting him. Oh my god! And I got to I never got to do this before. I was like I was petting him with my finger. And then my girlfriend came out and she's like, what are you doing? And then there was, I was like, there's this bird that was in the car.
2: And you're like, we're broken up. This is my new girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't understand this, things are over between us. It's me and Thumbbird.
0: And she, and she was like excited. But then the, the bird just flew away. Oh, So she ruined
2: it.
1: Well, it was your special <laughs> It was just you and Thumbbird. Well, that's great though.
2: They kind of snapped out of it because... Yeah. Really, like, dealing with a bird that is not with it is real hard. It's traumatic. Yeah, yeah real traumatic.
0: Yeah, I didn't have to take him to a rescue thing or anything. That's, that's lovely.
1: That's, that's a really magical moment, though, to yeah. have with a bird. I'm, I'm jealous, but also, like, proud.
0: The lesson is leave the windows down. Yeah, okay, I'll yeah. do that. You're not supposed to, but some but rules you got to break.
1: A magical thumb bird will appear. This is true for all car shares. Alicia, who's your peppo?
2: Papo of the week is Hank the dog. Um, He's my papo every week. Mm -hmm. I really like him. And last week he had two eye infections and now both eyes are healed. So that's great. He looks really good. Um, I don't know. Like so many great people in the world. So many (laughs) papos. Today we, we met a dog. I think his name was Benedict. And he was a great Pyrenees mixed with a... What's that really sweet, a Bernese mountain dog? Yeah. So he looked like a St. Bernard, but with just two colors, just a caramel color and a white color. And he and Hank had a little play before we came over to the podcast. It was beautiful because that dog is 170 pounds and Mm -hmm. Hank is 20 pounds. Not even. Hank is 17 pounds. Jessica, who's your puppo of the week?
1: This is the last puppo story I'm going to tell from my trip to Japan. Because okay. I, I feel like I had three weeks worth oh, of puppos.
2: Oh, And the puppo that brought us kombucha. Oh, yeah.
1: We've just finished the last kombucha that the uh, puppo who shall not be named, but who is a listener, uh, dropped off at a show that Alicia was doing for Thank us. Thank you very much. Evo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, his name was Evo. <laughs> um, okay, so my puppo is on my last night. In Japan. I talked about it last uh, episode. We went out sort of drinking on our last night because we didn't have anything to do and we were staying in a nice central hotel. And uh, on our walk back to the hotel, which is very long, uh, I met a special Puppo. And let me just preface this by saying, earlier that day when we were going out, I saw a pigeon and I excitedly said, look, it's a Pidgeotto, which is a Pokemon. (laughs) Uh, And I pointed at it and as I was walking closer to the pigeon, the pigeon didn't move, so my finger touched the pigeon, (laughs) which uh, you reminded me of touching a bird because that's the first time I... have touched a bird
2: sort of they feel so funny yeah (laughs) that's the first time you've touched a bird you didn't know yeah (laughs) like a
1: stranger bird like how many
0: birds have you known
1: well like we had a love bird that we looked after for my landlord when i was a kid
0: what's a wait a love love bird bird is a real thing
1: yeah they're like little pastel colored like parakeet type
2: yeah there we go. let me i've got yeah. a
1: great book to show you after it's called Birds as a pet i actually have two copies of it you can have one wow. <laughs> <laughs> they're amazing they look like little mangoes but anyway so i had touched a pigeon earlier and jay and adrian like freaked out at me and they were like you just put touch a pigeon and i was like so lucky guess what it felt great i'm sure they have diseases or something but i don't care mike tyson's doing fine
2: <laughs> does he, he have a pigeon yes yeah, he has pigeons. Oh. It's like his thing. That's cool.
0: He trains them, right? Yeah. To box. Yeah, a
2: lot of, I think like a lot of
1: people <laughs> do that. It's very popular, the pigeon boxing world. <laughs> um so anyway, on our way back after we'd had uh many drinks and sort of like seen the crazy nightlife of Shibuya, we were walking along this little alley and I saw a giant cockroach and it was so big, it was like 2 inches long. And sometimes bugs freak me out and sometimes I just I'm really enamored with them and so I was like, oh, a little cockroach. And so I was eating these sorbet balls. These like really delicious mango sorbet balls. And so I was like, here, share one with me because I had too many. So I put one down on the ground and it was like 35 degrees there, so it immediately started melting and the <laughs> cockroach started drinking the like syrupy juice. Oh my gosh. And I didn't touch the cockroach, but I sat down right beside it. But if you just touch a pigeon, then touch a cockroach, it's germ neutral. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Then I ascend to the next level of consciousness. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: But Adrian and Jay, again, were freaking out and being like, Jessica, do not touch the cockroach. Good friends. I was not having any of it, so I was posing with my hand very close to the cockroach, but I never actually touched it. But the photos that came from that session are uh, really magical and they look almost like engagement photos <laughs> because you can see my ring, my wedding ring in it, and I'm just so happy to be next to this cockroach.
0: That would make sense because there's that one story where that woman, she touched a frog and then it turned into a prince and they got married
1: what if this turned into keanu reeves if i touched it don't you dare it's okay i'm very happily married to jay uh but anyway cockroach i love you (laughs) i hope you're still doing well in japan (laughs) so yeah that's it japan trip stories over they were great stories i didn't want to be one of those people who were like a year later being like well when (laughs) i went to asia this is how things were in the two weeks that i were there you know
0: it's always a story about a cockroach
1: (laughs) and it's like you get it you fell in love with a cockroach Uh get over it uh so yeah that's that's it so good sean do you have anything to plug
0: plug no (laughs) no um
1: it doesn't I seem do like have, you. What about those mops?
0: I don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they're bad for the environment. I'm mm. literally learning just now. I would still sell those mops today if I had not just Yeah. had that myth busted. Sorry. Um, well, it's
2: actually kind of just become a real concern, like a more uh, common knowledge. I would say it is not. Yeah. Because seem- they should be shutting down all the stores and make all of this shit. Oh, they never will. Like, it's in dollars. How will we ever right? fight climate change if Banana Republic keeps making polyester off-the-shoulder shirts every four years? Ooh, Crazy. People that wear those shirts don't believe in climate change.
0: Polyester <laughs> off-the-wait, what's this shirt? There's just
2: like these horrible <laughs> clothes in style this year, and there's no way that they're going to be in style next year. And people that shop that way aren't- Yeah. They're like oh, climate yeah. change deniers. Fast fashion. Yeah.
0: Right. I see. I see.
2: If people want to follow you online-
0: I don't have a website. You have a Twitter. No.
2: Do you have a Facebook?
0: I have a Facebook. You're such Shondall. a successful
2: comedian. So you're just showing people you don't need it.
0: Uh, am I? This, In my this mind. is the first I've heard of this. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, or wait, maybe this ruins things. But maybe you can. you also edit this, right? But the the I could say a thing about a gift. I thought of a thing about oh. a gift.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, what's the worst present you ever got? The worst present ever from a family member.
0: This is a present that was given to my father, but I shared in the joy with him.
1: Oh, multi-generational.
0: <laughs> my father, who is a, a man of Irish descent from Nova Scotia, received a Christmas gift when I was maybe 11 or 12 from my mother, who is a Filipino immigrant who also, by her own admission, doesn't know pop culture things. <laughs> and she gave him the year that the Beatles anthology came out. Right. She gave him the Beatles anthology on CD because she had just been through the Hong Kong airport and bought it. And she was like, he loves the Beatles. This is all of the Beatles, so he yeah. will love this. And so it was Christmas morning. He got it. And he opened it. It was happening He like put all the CDs in the player, and he played them. And like this was w- one of my favorite. I think a lot of people from our generation, you were raised to th- believe that the '60s was the best part. <laughs> like everything after was
2: yeah. Like they were really making big change, and
0: yeah, yeah, everyone was much happier.
2: Right? Mm, not black people.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. But this is the way my this is my father, who's yeah. an Irish guy from Nova Scotia, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, the '60s were great, and. Uh, so I loved listening to these stories. And so I was just asking him about the Beatles, where I we're listening to all these Beatles songs. And mostly he would tell me whose song it was.
2: Like mm. Which Beatles wrote it? Like yeah. Dad Move. Yeah. yeah.
0: So he was like, oh, this is a Paul song. <laughs> this is a John song. <laughs> and we're gone. And he kept doing it. And then, like maybe eight or 10 songs in, he was like, this is a, this is a Paul song. No, wait, maybe this is a John <laughs> song. And then that was the moment where I actually, even though I was so young, I actually was a bit worried that I was watching my (laughs) father's
1: age. Like, yeah, he was (laughs)
0: aging in front of me. And I was like, oh, is it a Paul song? And he was like, "Ah, this sounds like John. I don't know. It also sounds like Paul. And then he like really listened. And then he started looking at all the liner notes. (laughs) And then we realized that my mother had purchased a Beatles anthology of like eight CDs that had been <laughs> entirely recorded by a Hong Kong <gasps> Beatles cover band. Oh my god, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so all of the songs were sung by these these guys in Hong Kong and it sounded close enough that you were like, yeah, this is the Beatles, but if you really let your dad listen to it, he
1: would <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, didn't pass the dad oh, test. That's adorable. That's amazing. I want to hear that.
0: It must still be out there. Just look it up on Napster. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'll check that out. So that's what you want to plug.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. That's my plug is uh, the Beatles <laughs> Anthology by the Beatles, but not the Beatles. The Hong Kong Beatles. Yeah, the Hong Kong H-K's. Beatles.
2: case. Yeah. HKBs. The Amazing. HKBs.
1: That's the kind of Beatles I want to listen to, honestly.
0: Or like a Japanese cockroach. Hong Kong Beatles, Japanese cockroach.
1: <laughs> Whoa, I see, that. I see why you thought of that story.
2: Um, Alicia, do you have anything to plug? Not that I can think of. Uh, yeah, I'm on the Laugh Gallery action next week. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so ne- when this comes out, I'm on that show. Awesome! Yeah, come to that Monday. Yeah, that Monday. Uh, everyone so you, should
1: go because you can win a shirt that says "Fart Now Loading." Please wait. <laughs> and that's what you <laughs> won. That shirt when I, I hosted. Won, I won a shirt. It's very exciting. It's a dress on me, and it's brand new. Yeah, I still washed it though because
2: well, it was in my closet for a month. And well, then I the like Salvation things, Army before that.
1: You know, even if something's clean, but it's like someone else washes it with their laundry detergent, it's the no. wrong smell. Yeah. I like this no scent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. this is not great radio this is radio Jessica, what do you have to plug all i have to plug is our patreon if you love the show and you are rich yeah there's got to be some richos out there who listen you can donate at patreon.com retail nightmares and you will get mp3s of songs from the show And by the time this comes out, my special secret uh, surprise for patrons (laughs) only will be posted. And it's going to be so beautiful. Uh, Your mind is going to be blown.
2: So this has been Retail Nightmares Podcast. Uh, Our amazing guest was Sean Devlin. If you ever have a chance to see him perform comedy, you will not be disappointed. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Bye. Bye.
0: Goodbye.